two queens and crystal things the podcast where we are on some manifest your life shift your mind and raise the consciousness type of shit we be doing too much (laughs) i am christy (laughs) and i am mia and you can consider us your spiritual girlfriends hey hey. okay so real quick last episode we talked about the energy around numbers Mm -hmm. and so um we talked about how numbers carry a vibration that has been around for ages. So numerology, you guys, is basically, I mean, come on, it's the study of numbers. Mm-hmm. It's right there in the name. And their energetic influence over our lives, how they come across as messengers, as symbols, as guides. Um, so every number's vibrations are unique. And, you know, a lot of people will say, I've seen angel numbers, 1111. So we did a poll with you guys on our IG page at Two Queens Crystal Things. And we asked you all about some of the numbers you guys were seeing and you shared. And we went kind of went through what those numbers could mean. We, a lot of 1111s out there. A lot of you guys are um, ready for some new beginnings, new cycles. Yes. But, so if you haven't checked it out, please do. Christy, what are we talking about today? So I'm surprised we actually haven't talked about this earlier. But today we are talking about the different types of healing modalities that have helped us in our spiritual journey. And I do feel like we've kind of touched on it in various episodes yes. separately, but never really all together. And y'all, let me tell you, the <laughs> energy that is out in the world out and about. today, it is really, it's a, it is intense. I'll say it's intense. It's intense. And I think there are a lot of people that are starting to awaken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think this is a really good time for us to share this because you want to make sure that you have something in your toolkit. Perfect. That's it. So, um, so what we're going to, so basically this, what we're going to do, first of all, there are countless, countless healing yeah. modality, divination, um, tools or ways to speak to spirit. We're going to hit on a couple of um, of the ones that we have tried, and uh, whether or not you know they're some have stuck, some have resonated so much with us that we are now providers of said tool or healing modality, and are teachers of that of a different tool or modality. Mm-hmm. But these are some of kind of the ones that are most accessible i think there are so many so many so many different ways for people to figure out the um the god language that speaks to their journey Mm -hmm. and so i I think our biggest advice would be to stay curious whatever feels good feels safe feels like when you find something that you have a natural curiosity in follow it Mm -hmm. so we're basically just going to share our experiences with different things and um how it got us to, you know, how it's helped in our journey along the way. Yep. Yep. Great point. And again, um, we're just sharing what has helped us because everyone, like this is not cookie cutter. Absolutely. So if there's something that you're more drawn to, like if you find <clears throat> yourself more drawn to crystals, there might be a reason for that. If you find, if you find yourself more drawn to using a pendulum, mm-hmm. there might be something mm-hmm. to that. If you might, if you find yourself more drawn to tarot or oracle cards, that uh-huh. might be something. So just again, like Mia was saying, 
you will, I mean, I think it's also important for you to be open to, don't close yourself off. Just be open to anything that may, may be able to Whatever assess. Whatever feels good. Yeah, it's feels a reason, right you guys. Because honestly, at the end of the day, what this is really about is it's a tool to, that helps you to trust yourself. Yes. These tools provide us validation, especially when we're in the the discovery process of who we are and really learning to love and trust that anything that comes for me is for me and is good for me because I created this, you know? Yep. So just look at it like that. These are not the, this is not the panacea. Right. This is not the fix your life. To, the, again, this is, I'm hanging a picture. Oh, let me look at my toolbox. Oh, guess what? I have nails and a hammer. That's what I need at this moment. Mm-hmm. I like that analogy. You know? So let's, uh, but before we get into our discussion, you guys, really quickly, um, I want to, we want to discuss our sponsor for the month, Magic Mind. Mm-hmm. And, um, it is a, I like, they like to think of themselves of a, as a productivity elixir, right? Um, it, it is an elixir and it helps for personally for me with the, uh, procrastination, puts a little pep in my step, but more importantly, I think it's it provides clarity on those times where I, you know, in those moments and mornings where I know I have to get a lot done. I kind of have I have to be on hustle mode, and you know, mm-hmm. that's not my that is not my baseline energy. Hustle mode is not my baseline energy, but when I need to tap into it, I think that this is something that is helpful for that. Just when I have to be very task oriented, yeah, um, it increases. Uh, so for me, it increases productivity. And I know that that's something that they um, tout as a benefit, and I can attest to that. Mm-hmm. Um, mental flo- focus and clarity. Yeah, that's what it helped me with mm-hmm. because my brain is all over the place, y'all. Man, <laughs> yo, stop playing. I could literally be having three conversations with myself while I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, on your laptop when you have like 20 tabs open. Oh, I ha- oh! That's me with my mind. Yes. I have 20 oh, tabs that's a good open. Way to and I'm like, that. I need to close yes. out these tabs. Th- that part, that part. So it really does help with the mental focus and clarity. And again, we've talked about this before. There is that, there's not that mid afternoon caffeine drop that you that you normally have hey, where you just want to fall asleep two at your three. it's two to three I'm you want to take you. that nap yep you know me and not taking naps i like to fight them but the ingredients you all i really love the fact that they use natural ingredients that we can pronounce adaptogens <laughs> <laughs> they got ashwagandha you guys ashwagandha it's an ayurvedic herb it's all of the rage these days it's really good at reducing the stress that we deal with on a regular basis um it has nootropics like lion's mane for focus matcha for energy and vitamins to support the immune system mm. so definitely recommend 10 out of 10 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 and we want to encourage you to try it out. It's really been helpful for me on a regular basis because, you know, we, we do multiple things. We don't just do this podcast. We got a lot going on. We got a lot going but that's on. that's why it's fun, y'all. It I'm really is. experience this shit. It really is. It's fun. <laughs> so the link is www.magicmind.com backslash two queens. And our code is two queens, capital letter, 20, two queens, 20. And we were told, y'all. They must like us. Look, they must like us because our code will be valid forever as a 20% off for both one-time purchases and up to 50% off if applied to a subscription. So, decide what you like. It stacks with the subscription discount from the website for a total of 50% off. So, whatever you all decide to do, 
that's your business. I mean, hey, look. If you're in the mood for trying something, try it. Try it. We try so much stuff. You see off these Instagram ads. How many times have one of these Instagram <laughs> ads got you? Got him every day. Look, got I, I got. I look. I got got today. <laughs> I, matter of fact, I bought a new dress. <laughs> see, I'm like, so Man. try it out, you guys. Yeah. You know, if you if you're in the mood for trying something and you need something to help you focus, clear that fog a little bit, especially. Is we starting into this new cycle, which mm-hmm. brings up, so let's get into some of these, these tools. Magic Mind is a tool too. This deep, we're going to talk, we're actually talking about tools that we can put in our tool, toolbox, things that we have personally worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, everything is not always like, oh, this is perfect for me. It worked for me. I loved it. Some, you know, everything doesn't work for everybody, but. Right. Um, and there's so many things that you can do (laughs) that we're just like, I think for you, you are just one of those people who are like journaling is like, it's a natural thing for you. Mm -hmm. For me, journaling is, it's a seasonal thing, you know, where it's like, what's your your journaling season? I mean, I don't have a season. I don't, I can't find the word for it, but journaling isn't one of those things that I do on a regular basis, mm-hmm. I do as I feel called to do. But I feel like you journal okay. on a regular basis. Like, you're very so, intentional. I think because it came natural to me. Yeah. Um, it doesn't come I, natural for I me. I am a, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bibliophile. I love books. Mm-hmm. I love reading. I love um, reading the written word. If there's something about it. Um, I like the smell of the pages. I love the smell of the pages. And I think one of the things, one of the reasons why journaling resonates so much with me is um, when we have moments of clarity where you know spirit is speaking through you to you and being able to record those moments for yourself, for my, you know, for me, Mm -hmm. for myself. And when I am in... A 3D moment where I can feel myself that I'm very here, planet-based, and not necessarily connected with myself to be able to read the words from my highest self. Mm. I did this. You know what I mean? Like, there's something. It's, for me, I had a dope idea for a journal today, so I'm going to tell you about it. (laughs) I want to say on the A dope idea. But for me, um, it becomes my personal Bible. Yeah. No, I can see that. And I know, and I and I and I, I I'm not trying to be. Di- I'm I, I'm using Bible as a general term. Absolutely. Because yeah. I do believe. You know, you guys. You know, if anybody, if you guys been have been listening to us for a while, you you know where I am on the concept of God and that we are all the I am. Mm-hmm. We are just different manifestations of God experiencing itself on Earth. That is my opinion. That but mine too. So when I when I look at my journal or the journals because like y'all have a library like i have volumes she does like for real of, and for real, so for real. and also to be able to track my own growth sometimes when you're standing in the forest you can't see the individual trees for me to have a record of what was happening and where i was i can track my spiritual journey i fucking love that i really do so but it was natural to me i'm a natural writer though i like that you mm-hmm. know I, it's it makes me feel good and 
I, th- I, I and another reason I love it is because I feel like it's forced me to be honest with myself. Mm. Because so when I journal, I would eat in the beginnings. I would force myself like, don't write because I, I I could tell when I was writing something, in fear that somebody will one day read it. Ah, yeah. So I yeah. wouldn't be full and honest with myself. So so I would say, hold on, Mia. That's you're defeating the purpose. You have to be completely full and honest with yourself and believe that these words are true and sacred and will never be breached unless you want it to be so. So I feel like in our mind, we can make anything, anything. For some reason, I can't lie to myself on paper. As you shouldn't. It's, it's, I don't, and and again, for me. But it's so interesting. That's one of the reasons why journaling, I can't lie to myself on paper. I, I can, like, when I say immediately, that's why I start to have that conversation. I can tell, I'm like, you can't even, like, you don't even, like, actually writing, I can lie to myself in my head. But on paper, I can't even do it. It's like, your goofy ass about to try life for real. Come on, G. Like, it doesn't work. And see, I don't journal for myself every day, but there are moments throughout the week where it's like, you need to write this down or you need to journal. So, right. So, that's why. So, at this point. Because you have pages and pages and pages. But at this point, it's not like a every day, like, oh, I'm writing today was this day. No, no, no. When I feel that I am trying to tell myself something when I, the synchronicities are just ridiculously stupid. And I'm like, what's the message? I can see it. I'm like, it's palpable. It's, it's, it's energetic tension in my space if I don't get this out. Yeah. So then one way for me to do it, <laughs> there's a couple of ways. However, we're talking about journaling. One way for me to do it is put it down. Chrissy, I can't tell you how many times I've written something and I know it's straight channeled. And I will come back a week or two later and be like, who wrote this? This shit is brilliant. Your higher self. Like, what? So, I mean, and and I'm not trying to be funny. Like, dead serious reading it. Like, it's like I'm reading a book authored by somebody else. I'm like, this. I was like, this makes so much sense. Like, you know what I mean? And then when you start to realize, baby, that's you. Do you know how empowering that is to feel? So it's, it's more than, journaling is more than just writing your thoughts. I think it is, for me, it's like I'm recording when spirit is speaking through me. It's an empowering tool for mm-hmm. me to go back. So I started, I hope I don't offend anybody, I really don't, but a while, many years ago, what I would do is, when I did felt lost, I would pick up the Bible and I would just open it to any page, right? And whatever verse came up, ninety nine percent of the time when I looked was was exactly what I needed to hear at that moment. The way that I have been journaling for years now, I can pick up a journal, open it. And I promise you, I have words written from myself that have prepared me for exactly what I need at that moment. And to me, that's some dope-ass shit. And you can't yeah, tell is. me that our highest selves, we, are not, we don't have access to universal knowledge and understanding and wisdom and guidance for ourselves, from ourselves. I'm like, I got proof. It's right here. 
I, I, I do legitimately often think about um, publishing some of the stuff that is in that because I didn't write that. You should. I, like, I'm like, some of the stuff, I'm like, okay, I think I'm a bright young lady. You see how I call myself a young lady? <laughs> but this right here, this is some ancient stuff. I don't even, like, I have to read it over and over again to get it, and I know that I wrote it. Yeah. I know, like, I, nobody else is writing in my book. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that's what it is for me. Yeah. And again, just my experience. And I know, hey, it works. You know. Yeah. So for me, meditation, mm-hmm. I feel like has been very helpful for me. And for years, I was afraid of meditating because I remember like reading some Christian blogs where it's like, oh, you meditate, you are allowing other spirits to enter in. That's like when you, where you are yeah. in your life, when you think about hearing something like that or reading something like that do, i mean do you just laugh your ass <laughs> honestly now it's just like okay like whatever. for real whatever but yeah no i mean i what's the difference between meditation and prayer to you um that's actually a really good question so for me i don't necessarily I look at prayer in a different way now. Mm -hmm. But meditation for me is an opportunity for me to connect with myself, with my higher self. Mm -hmm. And to also, that's like, that that allows time for me to connect with my guides, my ancestors. I feel like that's when I'm open to hear. Mm -hmm. It's like like my antenna is like I'm connected, like I'm plugging in. That is my meditation. My like a prayer for me, it is it is like a vocal manifestation or desire to manifest. Interesting. So I'm trying to think. I I look at meditation and the difference between meditation and prayer as in meditation I'm speaking with God. Whatever your version of God is, so that you know, in meditation, I'm yes, in meditation, okay. I'm having conversation with the one, the one who sees all, knows all, you know what I mean? Whatever way Source. that is. Now, with yeah. prayer, I feel like I'm requesting or asking something from Source. Mm-hmm. Meditation for, and again, just my, just my bag, y'all, just my space. Meditation for me. Ooh, Ugh, do I say it? meditation for me is peer to peer. Like I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. meditation is how that's how I feel like. It is. I am remembering that the one is the one, and I am not sub servient to the one but i am of the one and And that's that's where that conversation that's where that conversation feels like and prayer to me feels more of an acknowledgement that there is a hierarchy spiritually 
And so I'm praying for uh, whatever it is, where meditation, I could be asking for, I could be desiring the same thing, but what as a, as a, in meditation for me, the difference is I'm saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. Vibe with me. It's it's a it's not a request. It is my presence commands that the un that the universe that this God matches the energy, matches my vibration to create what I want. Like, yeah, of, I, and I it's not it's, it's not disrespectful. It is honoring who you are, who I am, and this spiritual. This spiritual space of understanding that I am a spiritual being, have a human experience. I'm just remembering I'm a spiritual being. So when I talk to spirit, I'm talking to myself. This this is friend to right. friend. Which is, you know what I mean? Which like, is why for me prayer has changed because yeah. I don't really, I don't really pray the way that I used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. now that the way, of course, this is the way that I think. Because I believe that I am a part of Source, mm-hmm. experiencing itself. That the hierarchy, yes, is like the the playing field is leveled. Yes, and so I feel like there I don't have to like oh you know please can I have this I mean I do pray, but I think I pray because it's programmed like it's a part of me, but I also believe that it's shift like the way that I think about prayer has shifted. I don't want to confuse you all, but no, no it's, I the, I think. I love the idea of deference yeah. because it's it's recognition and it's awareness of something greater of something I can see that of something all encompassing of mm-hmm. something omnipotent. There you go. That's how you know what I mean. I that's what, somebody. If you look at every last every last person on Earth, and I'm just talking about just Earth, but I think there's other beings as a channel a tv station right so you have a channel i have a channel sometimes our channels are showing the same thing because we're together and then when you go you know what i mean when you go away and i go away our channels are showing our different and respective worlds i feel like there's someone who let for the purpose of the analogy has to watch is always watching all the channels mm-hmm. in this human form the only channel that I am watching is the one that I am. Did you hear what I just say? <laughs> As a human, the only channel that you are watching is the one that you are. The one that I am. This is my channel. But I firmly believe, for the purpose of the analogy, that there is one who watches all the channels. Yeah, all the channels. Not just yours, not, not just everybody. Exactly. Now, what happens is in my in, in in what I've come to learn or understand or feel for myself is um as the channels it's almost like when you're around your friends, you guys are sharing channels, correct? Everybody's vibing together, having a good time, and there is a channel. When you go home by yourself, does that person seek to exist? No. Their channel is still showing what they have going on in their lives and what their journey is. So, 
when I talk about prayer and meditation, meditation is I'm aware of the fact that I am a channel on the big screen, but it but I'm on the the I am par, a part of what I've created. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you know? I'm like it's, it sounds weird. It's like I'm a part of what I've created, and I'm going back to that what to to the point where I created all of this. Where every and and not just me. I'm not. It's not that I'm. We all are, mm-hmm. and I think we live in a society in a society now where we have become so individualistic. We have a a hard time understand understanding the concept of collectiveness. We believe we have infiltrated ourselves so much in believing in a hierarchy, and we've put a a value on how important or valued someone is based on a, some type of spiritual hierarchy. When we don't understand when we created this, it wasn't a hierarchy; it was just roles. Somebody had to, is the teacher. Somebody is the one that um, is the inductor. It's like, you know, somebody, somebody's the fire starter. That Who is the fire element? Who is the one that's going to trigger your trauma mm-hmm. so you'll heal? I know who the fire element is. Do you know what I mean? Like, So it's not a hierarchy. One is not better than the other. They're just roles. But we have created this, this hierarchy in our human selves. So anyway, that's how meditation to me is talking with God as opposed to with God's self as opposed to requesting. But let's get into um, pendulums. Yeah. And this for, you know, people think you're a whole witch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Pendulums, honestly, have been... A pendulum is a tool... Like, a pendulum is one is in my toolkit. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is something that I use on a regular basis. I actually just got some copper rods, which is funny because, you know, I Well, can't, let me see. I can't seem to, you know, I'm still working with them, but it's it's interesting. But honestly, Mm -hmm. for me, like as you are moving through your journey and really coming to understand yourself and allowing your intuition to guide you, it's for me, it's it's human nature for me to second guess myself. And so pendulums is a really great tool for me to use when I just need some assurity the other way around. Those are the handles. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, pendulums are, is a really good tool for me to use when I just need some confirmation or validation. And copper rods, like I've seen copper rods, and I was just very curious and intrigued about it. So I was like, let me just try try them and see how they vibe with me and how they work. Um, so. You see, look look at Brantley. I know. <laughs> look at. Oh, you feel that. And he said, uh-uh. Why you get that with that wand? <laughs> um, so you guys. I will say, and pendulums, and you know, we should talk about uh, crystals after, right after this, because mm-hmm. because I think um, working with crystals is what introduced me to pendulums. Yes, me too. So, um, interesting. I would, I would definitely. Oh my god, I remember 
I, I look at the I look at these steps and these moments as with such affection. I remember when I first started working with um, the pendulum. My first one was an amethyst pendulum. I remember working with you with a pendulum. I was like, I can't get it to work. <laughs> Mine doesn't Girl, spin like yours spins. This was some good time. I mean, these. I, I feel like this was a little bit earlier on in figuring out some divination tools that worked for me. I really, 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 really loved working with pendulums. Um, I used it as a kind of, I don't know, like to affirm or validate what it is that I was feeling intuitively. Mm -hmm. Again, this was a tool, okay, definitely pendulum. The more that I think about it, I think a pendulum, the pendulums were so much more of a tool that helped me trust myself. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you know so, cause you know how you all think something, you like, you tripping. Oh, no. Like, you know what? Never mind. But I will say that I don't use the pendulum as often as I used to in the beginning. I don't. I don't. But so my, yes. I will have some moments where I'm like, okay, I am I emotionally pull my invested. I today. <laughs> I'm emotionally invested in this. Um, let, let me just ask my pendulum. Okay, so one thing that I loved about pendulums and this will lead us right into crystals is um it for me this was the first divination tool that i worked with and this is before i started doing anything with cars this is the first divination tool that i worked with that uh i understood how to create a relationship with it like so i ended up so i had so i had a um my first, I had, the amethyst was my first one. I Then I had a clear quartz one. And and then a rose quartz. So I used them for different things. I have a couple of more. I, had, I probably have about almost 10 pendulums now. But um, they were so useful and helpful in my journey at a time where I felt so confused. And so when you set your pendulum and... Then I start. Then I re, I never forget. At one point, remember we started yes. understanding how to create a relationship with your pendulum because mm-hmm. they have. It's an energy that has needs as well, and I can oh, yeah, tell. You give it drinks. Yes, you, I would ask it like you know. What do you do? You need what element works with that pendulum? Some pendulums. If you ask it, like, are you thirsty? Would you like water? Do you like wine? Do you want some cognac? Um, <laughs> you want like me to weed. blow it? Right, blow <laughs> a little weed on. You need the air element. Do you need to? Do you need to bathe? Do you want to be outside? You know, charging them. And so, in when you create a relationship, and I know it sounds a little goofy, but do hear me out, y'all. <laughs> Creating a relationship energetically, same way that. You can have a relationship with a person because of their vibes, because of their energy. Mm-hmm. Crystals are like that as well. And pendulums were such a good tool for me. And I, I still have such an affinity. I have some, oof. I, I mean, it would, be, it would be to the point where I would walk past my pendulums and they would start shaking. Like the energy, they tell you so much about yourself. And then once you establish what your pendulum you set up... When you want some bullshit and your energy ain't right, they won't give you that shit and be like, girl, bye. You asked this about 10 I'm times I'm this with your goofy ass. <laughs> like, you asked me the same question last this. week. And it'll just be spending like, you done? Or just won't move. Like, I'm, when I say whole relationships, like, for real, an energetic vibration. It's just, okay, I need to ask you something because I just need, I need to know. My pendulum would be like, 
Ooh, not today. Because because I can feel that you you aren't you're not asking me from an empowered place. You you want to feel better. And so when I say that, and then that led into the relationship with crystals, mm -hmm. you know, a lot more. Yeah. So it's interesting. I had, I developed my relationship with crystals before I discovered pendulums. Mm -hmm. Like crystals kind of, crystals were the gateway for me working with pendulums. Um, but crystals are really great. I Actually, I think that's the first tool that I started working with or using. The crystals. I was introduced to the crystals first. Mm -hmm. The pendulum came in, but and that made me deepen my relationship with how I work with crystals. Go ahead. Sir. Yeah. No. So crystals. Um, first of all, crystals come from the earth, and just like we. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but you know everything. You know I. There are some people who believe that crystals are demonic. It was like, would would God really create something so beautiful and to have it be used for like bad? Anyway. I mean people some people can Yeah, some it. people can can definitely put their intention in there. But ultimately crystals, they're from the earth and these things occur naturally, although there's some there are some crystals that are created in the lab. But the one thing that I do like about crystals is each crystal has a different energy signature. Mm -hmm. And so like mm -hmm. rose quartz is for love and black tourmaline is to ground. And it, it's great when we work with them, meaning we either meditate with them or we wear them because they help to work with our energy. And our energy as humans, we are all over the place. And, you know, I uh, when you took your... Um, when you started learning your crystal Reiki, mm -hmm. I'll never forget something that, you know, we were talking with sharing, you know, sisters, you got to keep each other informed, like, girl, do you understand? So I remember you were talking about how crystals have um, the DOR, the dominating oscillating ratio. Is that what it is? Rate. Rate. Basically, which means that crystals their energy remains the same. Mm -hmm. And as humans, we fluctuate, which is why so different crystals will hold different energies, different a different vibration. But their their vibration doesn't fluctuate. It's almost like every crystal, because it's from the earth, is grounded. And whatever that energy, that vibe, that energetic vibration, it holds that no matter what. Mm -hmm. it's, it is what it is. So that's why you have to be careful with combining crystals with working with yourself be very intentional on what it is that you're working with because you can put two crystals with each other that you're and you cancel the energy out because they do not change one's not going to acquiesce to the other they're not going to bend to you you will embrace it or you will not and i think that to me was a very powerful and really understanding why crystals are so energetically beautiful because like when you think about it, energy to me is the most honest language. Yeah. So being introduced to a tool that has a consistent, honest language. And when you're in your spiritual journey, when I'm going through my spiritual journey, and I'm still, you know, as we go through it, it's crystals came in at a point where I really needed 
a consistent honest language crystals cannot lie <laughs> you need that cru- Do you know what I mean? like, for me i needed i needed exactly. that crush like i needed that extra yes. support and so i don't think there is a more honest language than energy and the more that you trust yourself and know yourself and walk through you can trust how you interpret the energy mm-hmm. christy and i can walk up to the same space place or people and the energy is that I get from it may be different from what she gets from it. But what she gets from it is perfect for what she needs yep, to get from it. And I get from it is what's perfect for what I need. The problem is when we try, I'm like, oh, wait, you think that? Oh, well, I think this, well, maybe something's wrong with You're me. You're wrong. We need to trust that whatever it is that you feel for you, you are you. Your thoughts come from your highest self. Everything in your imagination comes from your highest self. So if you are you and everything comes from you and a higher version of yourself, how dare you not listen to yourself? It's fucking disrespectful. And it's all for your greatest good. And it's disrespectful <laughs> to you. Like you yeah. disrespecting yourself. Like y'all, like for these are the things that these tools have helped me understand. When I play myself, I'm for real playing myself. Like how dare you? I'm ignoring, you know. So yeah, that's it. Okay, what you got? Reiki. So how did you find Reiki? <laughs> I got a... Um, Kelly told me about Reiki. I got a Reiki session. And I was like... I mean, and, and, and I'm going to be honest. I probably went in with a little skepticism. Like, Really? Wait, so it's... Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm definitely... Um, I, I would say I... I could tell you some great places for some awesome massages and you feel relaxed and like, oh, this Reiki. I was just like, so wait, they don't. T- it's an How energetic. How does this work? <laughs> if you don't get up out of here with the body <laughs> until I have one. That's what I'm saying. I think it's I think it's fair to, to truly acknowledge some of these things. I came in with a little not. Not like closed off, but a little skepticism. Like you sound kind of goofy, so I'm just well, supposed I feel to like sit here. Like a little here. bit of skepticism is very healthy. Well, it was healthy for me because, and you know, I'm here for the experience. <laughs> when I am surprised, it makes it it leaves a mark. Yeah. So if I come in with a little like, really? <laughs> so let me get this straight. Okay, okay, <laughs> you bought this suit on parent, baby. The fact, I mean, what? And you know how you just like, you got to check yourself and be like, damn it. I was wrong as hell. Like, now wait, what's this called again? Now, how do you do this? Wait, can I get some? Right, right. right. Looking like small white. So now what you do? Um, and I also think that during Reiki sessions, as you well know, a lot of things come, especially if you are working with someone who is open and aware to their intuitive abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding that they can hear other things when someone is playing in your energy, like for real, moving things around, clearing space, you want to really be with someone who energy you trust. Yeah. You know, and even though as you you know most Reiki people will uh, will uh, tell you that they're not using their energy. They are tapping into the universal, source one of the source energy to do what it is. 
that they're doing because otherwise you would wear yourself out truly Mm -hmm. like you would truly wear yourself out you know so with reiki it is um the best to me it was an acknowledgement of where i'd gone of my growth because i i totally under i started to understand energy and vibration and how to manipulate that and to help myself and then it's like i want to learn this for other people and christy she did um the angelic reiki mm-hmm. um modality so what made you go get your certification and mastery in the in that and is it angel crystal reiki? angelic angelic thank reiki. you yeah so it's funny because crystals led me to angelic reiki mm-hmm. So one of the teachers in my crystal school, mm-hmm. she, I, you know, I'm just, I'm nosy. I'm, I am that person. Like, who's, who's on staff? Who's working with this? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking up, you know, them, I Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever, just to see what they do outside. And one of the teachers um, was Angelic Reiki certified. And seeing it just made me, I had to learn more. Like, I became obsessed I became obsessed because I've all like I've just always had this connection with angels. My son, when he was born, he always had angels around him. He can see them now. Don't ask that. But, you know, so when I saw the angelic wiki, I was like, I have to find more. I reached out to one place. They never responded to me. And so I found another place that was out in California, Lake Tahoe. And I said, I have to do the certification. I had the money. I had the time. Why not? So I did it. A lot. You know, I I was like, Christy, this is the perfect example of um, allowing yourself to trust yourself. So you see, like by the time she got to the space where she is trusting herself to follow those inclinations, she has been, she's done meditation. She's, you know, worked with pendulums. Um, she's working with crystals. So it's like when I say it's a step-by-step-by-step process, which makes it so freaking beautiful. Like, seriously. Sometimes I'm just so, I get excited about, like, I'm here. I'm still here. Like, oh, and I got to wake up and still be here. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and and I'm me. I get to be me. Like, I get so excited and happy about that. So when we're experiencing, you know, something. So you had to go through some steps. My point is to get to this where until you got to the place where you're like, you know what? I'm going to trust myself enough to follow this. Yeah. This curiosity. I started just whatever felt and now, good to me. Look, I'm like, and now she, wait, it's so funny because, you know, I went to go get my Ricky certifications in uh, California, too. What's going on <laughs> in California? Y'all got all the people. Right. My Isui, Come uh, on, Chicago. Sandy out in San Diego. But wait, hold on. Because just you know, I'm gonna put a shameless plug in for Christy right here. She uh-huh. is um doing a class here in uh I was about to say California in Chicago. <laughs> um, Angelic Reiki training in May. Yeah, in May. It's and, the time. It's time. Wait, so can you give us give us a little bit, please, please, oh, please? Oh yeah, sure. Share, share with the share with the tribe, girl. Yes. Um, now that I feel like weird, but it's okay. Oh, my I'm going to share anyway. <laughs> share with the tribe. I'm going to share. So um, I'm certifying levels one and two. The way the angelic Reiki works, you can only 
um, certify in small groups so I can certify a minimum of four to a maximum of eight mm -hmm. I am down to six slots so I have six more slots left Mm -hmm. But it's May 17th through the 19th. Here I in Chi-Town. Here in Chicago on the north side. I rented a house. I would, um, the way that the house is, it will accommodate um, visitors from coming out of town. So I do have some people that are coming from out of town where they will stay there. But this yes. space will also accommodate the workshop. So it's a win-win for everyone. It. So if you're interested, I'm having an info session February 24th at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you want to join, DM me. At Christy R. Edwards, but I'm really excited. How 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 um how long is the training? Uh, Friday three to six, Saturday ten to six, and then Sunday ten to six. So what's a full weekend? Uh, so okay, so basically come in town, make it a long weekend, take off one, you know, just take <laughs> off Tuesday at work. <laughs> Okay, come stay. Get Look, Mia will have you coming back to your job, and it's like, what job? Well, who this? I'm a whole new person. Stop. <laughs> so, um, you guys check it out, and I know you have some information on. You have some information on Sage House. I do. Yep. What's the website? www.sagehouseapothecary.com. Awesome sign. Thank you. Thank you for I reminding me. I completely forgot. Girl, come on now, be like, cause it's fun. It's fun. It's a good time. I'm really excited. It's gonna, and I feel like again, we were talking about this Christy's before the excited, episode. Yeah, this is the thing. Chrissy's excited. I'm she excited. doesn't get that excited. <laughs> but no, this is funny because I've been. We were talking about this before we started recording. I feel like 2024 is the year to shoot your shot. Shoot that fucking shoot shot. It. I mean, cause why not? Cause why not? Cause, cause why not? Baby, I am. Let me tell you something. If this was basketball in life, let me see. When well, I say I am the assist master, three pointer, baby, I've been assisted. Three pointer, Magic Johnson is bitch. Yeah, girl, ball. This is hall. the year. Like I just feel like <laughs> it just feels like it's shot. right. It just yes. feels like it's right. Okay, so let's talk about readings. That's actually how I met you. Yes. Oh my goodness. And so, just again, being open to. Being guided by your intuition. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it funky with you. <laughs> when I say, first of all, I would not be a reader if it wasn't for readings that I've had. But let me tell you, if you th if you thought I was skeptical about, <laughs> wait, are you talking about me? No, I'm talking about me. Oh, okay. I'm talking about me. Like seriously, coming in with the healthy skepticism, but with these readings, I'm like, man, if y'all. I'm about to listen to some goofy girl tell me I'm about to win a lottery. I had I, I had this stereotype of what a fortune teller. Yeah. Which is totally different. Mm -hmm. Which is totally, totally, totally different. So um having I got a reading from um Melanie. Oh, and, 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 and Divine Grace, I did them like back to back. They're both out in San Diego. Melanie is the one I actually went and got my um, Asui Reiki training with in San Diego. But, um, um, and before I, let me, I want to look up, to so shout her out on her um, IG page. You haven't had her on the show? No, you know, Melanie, honey, she is big time. But what about Grace? Divine Grace? Oh, you Divine know what? Grace? No, we, we should what reach out to them. And, and ask them to uh, come join us. But, um, 
when I tell you getting readings was so helpful and, and for me in moving forward and allowing myself to not be scared of what I didn't know or understand because it made me realize the idea that I know or that I could know or understand everything as it was going to unfold was bullshit. Um, and the way that I approach readings, and you guys know I do readings now, I, I'm very clear on the fact I'm not a fortune teller. What I can tell you is what is um, the energy that is around you. I can tell you what is being presented before you. So because who taught you that? Will. Um, How did you learn that? Honestly, Melanie, um, she is the one, who, she's the first one who told me, she said, you know how to do this. Like in the <laughs> middle of my reading, she was like, I really don't even understand why you're coming to me for a reading. You know how to do this. And of course, at the time I was like, child, you sound crazy as hell. Um, but she, when she, The way she uh, she opened, she helped me open up to myself in terms, it was something I was always doing. I just didn't look at it. I was always, I could always see what was not being said. Mm -hmm. I could always hear it, know it. Um, I always knew that I was getting messages. I, 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 like, and, I, and I say this all the time, and it might be even in my bio. What I didn't realize is I knew that the thing that made me really good in my my job, my corporate America job, was not anything that could not could be taught in school. I knew that I could see, hear, and understand that things were not that things were not said, and I was able to respond accordingly and be ready accordingly. So it made me invaluable. I didn't understand what it really was that I was seeing, though. Mm -hmm. So it it been very helpful for me, and, I, and and at this point I really, 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 really enjoy. Um, I really, really enjoy being that for other people in their read in my readings. When I read for people, my biggest, my biggest, um, I would say satisfaction and enjoy enjoyment from it is knowing that I'm helping people to see more of themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm pointing out things that, I'm validating what people already know. Like you know this about yourself and some, sometimes when somebody's outside of you can look and see like, hey, by the way, do you know this? And you're like, ha, I knew it, okay. And it, it helps you trust yourself. I, I am very leery of readers who use this as a, I can see what you don't see. I am a reader is, uh, like where like this may not be the best thing from a business standpoint because you you know but I am the reader who's going to show you how to read for yourself mm -hmm. I'm going to help you trust yourself I'm going to help you know that your intuition is alive and will help you become aware of the gift that is within you awaken it not lean on me for you know what I mean like no and that's what you helped me to do because I, I mean, I came to you. So a friend of mine told me about the shop, and I went in, and I stayed there however long I went. Was there, checking out, and I wanted to get a reading because I had the time. But 
for whatever reason, we were like, okay, you had mentioned, well, what, if, what does Friday look like for you? Well, Friday, I was meeting with someone else. And so I was like, I don't think Friday will work. But as I was checking out, as I was checking out, you were saying, well, how about now? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's actually what shout I was Shout out wanting. to the Lotus Den in Chicago. Yes, shout out to the Lotus hey, Den. Hey, Gales. Um, so I was checking out, and we decided to just do the reading right then. And you, like, in the reading, you're like, oh, my goodness, there was, like, so much going on. She was like, did you? You would ask me. You said, did you mute yourself? Like, what's going on? They said that you can hear, you can, you know. I'm like, yeah. And that kind of opened things up for me because I think initially I was very hesitant because, again, it's demonized. Mm -hmm. And it's thought of as being something that's, like, bad, something that's wrong. Christy Christy was my, fir my first spiritual coaching client. Yeah, I remember. You were like, yep. I just need you to help me. <laughs> right. And you're like, you're like, Christy was like, look. I need I need this and I'm like okay you know what we are both in a position where we both need to figure out some stuff so let's do it together you were my first she helped me figure out my um um the program how long it should be it's like seriously because I, I so I do like three or six month sessions and it, it was because Christy helped me like with that she we were helping each other build during that time and um so i really appreciate that by the way she, and i remember the day when you were like post. you were like this is the end yeah i'm like yep you got it babe i'm like no <laughs> can't we just do one more week no i just need you i just need you one more time because you guys i really and I, you know christina actually honestly really both like this it's like we don't one i'm not about to carry everybody around with me no. This is not about being a crutch. This is not about being admired and like, oh, I can't live. No, no. This is seriously about, y'all, I discovered something about myself. And I and once I, as I continue to learn who I am, I realize that everybody has the power to do this. Mm -hmm. This is not like, oh, my God, that's, I'm so special. I was touched by God when I was born. Y'all, no, for real. We all came here as this. And we forgot. And the journey, this journey, this purpose is to remember who the hell we are. And the fun part is if we get to remember who we are and still live in this life, win. Winner, winner, win. chicken dinner. Yeah. Okay, so let's go into sound healing. <sighs> okay. So remember the, so we did the sound healing training together. Mm-hmm. Level one and two. Once again, y'all, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Skeptical. Christy ass. <laughs> she got me again. Hey, you want to go through this sound journey? I'm like, huh? I'm like, oh, I guess, sure. Got me. Now my ass. I won't stop fucking, like, studying that. It's ridiculous. I'm like, she got me again. <laughs> but remember when we did the training that weekend? When we would get up, like, after sitting down for so many hours, we're like, wait, our body doesn't hurt. Yes. <laughs> our, our legs feel As good. As we were getting our certification, I mean, we were in there, like, all day. like Sitting down on days. the high floor. And so, and we, you know, if 
like on the floor, y'all, on a yoga mat, as we are learning about resonance and vibration and how healing it is. And then we would learn how, you know, we're, we're, we're practicing on each other. So Christy um, and I would go back and forth like, you know, um, this, sounds, this sounds so free, like doctor patient. I'm like, okay, Christy, now you get on the table. And how does this feel? <laughs> so, um, but uh, she's right. We would get up and be like, how is it that I've been sitting in a lotus for eight hours, on and off, up, down, and my body does We're not hurt. hurt? Like, how is this even? Po- there is no, dude. I've been down to the, to the, um, you know, the cabinet underneath the sink <laughs> to get dishwasher, <laughs> a pot to put in a dishwasher, y'all, and my knees are like, crick, 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 crick. This is from learning. Mm-hmm. I still like to this day. None of that. I don't have that anymore. So Christy and I, just so you guys know, you know, Christy and I do a lot of um, sound healings mm-hmm. around um, Chicago. We come and we, we know we do events and we partner with a lot of people and um, we really enjoy doing it. So we have a monthly residence that we're doing at the LaSalle Hotel in Chicago. Um, um, we need to figure out what our February date is. Um, the, uh, this Friday, oh, actually the day this is coming out, uh, today, Friday, we will be, um, doing a sound healing with the, uh, with the, um, lovely women of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, pink goes red. <laughs> uh-huh, and you, look, I'm like, I set you up, girl, that was a, that was an assist. <laughs> um, for the pink goes red event um tomorrow with the Phi Chi Omega. Did I say that right, Chrissy? I think so. Um PKO yeah. uh chapter. So or Kappa. I think it's PKO. Kappa. P okay. Well, the PKO chapter here in Chicago. And then on um February eleventh we're doing well it'll be on our website at Two Queens Crystal Think, but we're doing we're um doing a Galentine's Day event. Um, we're partnering with some um, women, some uh, um, women, they, they are um, permanent jewelry makers and lash and beautiful face things. They keep the, gr- oh, they keep the girlies hot. So they're hosting a Galentine's Day event. So we're coming to do a sound healing and, um, and we're going to be vending there and I'm going to be doing some readings. We're going to have some fun. So we have a lot going on. So y'all, we're trying to get to Essence Festival, by the way. Mm-hmm. FYI. Yes. FYI. FYI. So can you know the oh. more of us who are working towards that goal, um, the better. Set the intention with us. Come we on, y'all. Build with us. Can we have a collective? You gonna see your girls, two queens at Essence Festival, because you know we can make anything happen, That's right? Be a good come time. on, come on, tribe. Yes. Come on, tribe. Let's All right. get us to essence. Okay. Let's talk about Akashic Records. So we did have Jessica on a while ago. Mm-hmm. I think, what was that, season two? I don't remember. Akashic Records. Now, I know that you use them more often than I do. So it's interesting because, like, for me, it's kind of like my journal. I, yes. Like journaling. yes. I only use it when I feel like I need to. It's not something that I use on a regular basis. No, I... Um... So I look at Akasha verse is basically I, I call it the book of life. But if you think about every thought, emotion, action, or experience, you this soul 
Not even this lifetime. So let's, oh, fine. Well, let's just stick with this lifetime. Has ever had is recorded in a book. So look at it that way. Now, um, and it's like, think of it like a database. Um, across every dimension, time, and your, and your every every life you've had because a lot of things that we carry over from previous lives into this life that affect how we think feel react and there's lessons that we still have to learn that we didn't finish in another lifetime the akashic records is where you go hey i see some things i see some patterns akashic records will help you point those out so it will it can get specific as to who you were in a past lifetime by the way we are talking to this absolutely wonderful past life regressionist um you guys will hear about in about three weeks when we do this um interview um so excited about that sorry because you know the akashic workers does um hit on past life regression a little bit but we got we got a that's gonna be exciting anyway um so it's the imprint of your soul's journey um so it's it's a some may call it like it's a realm, but it's non-physical beyond time and space. It's the ultimate recorder. It's like the library of your soul. Yeah. You just you go just, into the so library just imagine, and check like, out a book. Yeah, it's a couple people who just got nervous. I was like, I was about to say, just imagine your whole life. As soon as you came out the womb, just imagine a hand from God hitting click, record. You know, for all my old school people, do I remember them tape recorders? Yeah. That one thing you put the tape in there, close it, and the red button meant record. Mm-hmm. So just imagine that red button record has been going the entire time this soul has been in existence. That's what your Akasha records are. And not just, yeah, not just this lifetime, but previous lifetimes. Yep. Um, so I, I um, and what, and one thing I love about it is that sometimes I'll go into um, a collective Akasha records. I've been, I'm going to the Divine Feminine Akashic Records, the Divine Feminine Energy for quite some time now. That has been a fun little journey. So I use that depending on when, when I do readings, because I use, um, I adjust the medium accordingly. Mm-hmm. So I may use crystals in a reading. I may use the records. I may use tarot. I may use oracle. Or I may just straight channel everything it totally i allow the energy to be what it is and i do that for the people that i read for is because i did that for me i allow for whatever it was that i felt it true to be honest and real to go that's how i've been able to grow within myself so i allow that same space for myself when i'm working with or for you so that you will do the same for yourself yeah and i will have to say or we'll have to say sorry it's the one now <laughs> i will say mia is a she's amazing i mean i she is one of the i mean i've seen a couple of people for readings but even akashic records i she is just one that i trust and you tap in right away for me personally it's interesting i mean like i was saying before akashic records sometimes i'll go in i do think that for clients though sometimes i'll i'll get in there mm-hmm. and i don't really realize it I think in the, initially I didn't realize that I was tapping into their Akashic Records until I started talking about it. But it's a, I think it's helpful to validate, to confirm, and to um, 
just give you some enlightenment about who you are about Absolutely. yourself yep so it's a that's a really great tool if you can tap into and there are different ways of accessing the akashic records people access it in different ways some people have like set prayers that you use yep um some you, people some oh, so okay i'll tell you guys how i tap into the records um initially it, it would be with leading by prayer now <laughs> you just like bam so, it sounds so crazy to me now because i wouldn't you don't know what you don't know you don't know and sometimes when you don't know who you are you have no idea who you are like you like what now when i tap into the records like It is an energy. All, literally, all I have to do is sit and focus and connect to your energy. And it's almost like your, people's energy comes up. Like the Matrix Code a little bit. Something kind of similar to that. And I and literally, all I, can, all I do is imagine myself touching it. And the whole record just kind of resonates. It comes through me. And then I, and it'll come to my mouth what it is. Hmm. Like, it's so, like, totally like, okay, just give me, oh, you need to see your records? Come on. And I mean, it's like, wow. I would have never, ever thought that it would just be so, it's so easy simple, for me now. Yeah. It's, so, it's so simple because I believe on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it, you know. So last one, you guys, because we have been rambling. Maybe last we'll one. do a part two later in the year. Maybe. You know, we, maybe, maybe we'll do a part two because there's more. We could hit into rituals. We could hit into, um... Oh, we can we can go to rituals for a minute. <laughs> Seriously, so um, last one, Christy, which you know my my herb queen, plant medicine. Plant medicine. Don't be a hater. <laughs> Don't hate. Congratulate. So, I guess I got me again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. I'm seeing a theme here. <laughs> hold on. I mean, I'm seeing a theme. Too. I'm seeing a theme. But aren't you not a sovereign being, and you can say no? I, facts. I mean, but you my sister. That's what you came here for. I look. I, I was like, hey, me okay. up. I got it. Yeah. Look, when hey, when you, when a sister comes in your life, I'm telling you, I we have triggered each other to some healing. Christy got me. She has definitely got me. I, bullshit, you not. I y'all. I'm t- I say this. I'm t- Chrissy was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? I was like, for what? <laughs> I, should, I, I promised you, I think my friend, like, for what? She's like, we can talk no, about you were what very, we... you were very open to it. No, but I for real didn't, didn't understand. You didn't just hush, you didn't just... No, I didn't cut cut you off, wow. but I was just like, I don't, what, like, why would anybody want to <laughs> And Chrissy says, you know, we're going through this journey, and there's so much that we're... And I was like, I guess she's right. And I was just like, nobody's going to listen to this. It was COVID. She's like, okay, it'll be fun. Go for the gusto. This is, and I wasn't in the shoot my shot energy. Christy got me in the shoot your shot. Fuck it. Here we are. Season five. (laughs) 150 plus episodes later. She got me again, but go ahead. Gotcha. (laughs) Here's another episode of Christy got me. I appreciate you, Fred. <laughs> Keep getting me. Okay, we've had so many stories around plant medicine. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Y'all see how I'm not touching this one? No, it's okay. She got me. But I will say, I will say working with plant medicine, whichever you decide, whichever route you decide to go. So we're just going to say options. Um, yeah. A la ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
mushrooms. What's the word that they use? Philo- Psilocybin. Psilocybin. Yeah. Which is another word for mushrooms. Yep. Now we're not talking about the mushrooms y'all get from the same person you buy your um your powder and weed packets from. Okay, we talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just gonna keep it a buck. There's a difference. No, like I think it's really important for you to be working with someone who knows what they're doing and who know how to guide you through. Because there are situations, right, in a bridge. There are there are situations, because we experienced one. There Child. are <laughs> Child. Woo! Damn it, Christy! <laughs> Whoops. I mean, there are situations where people, you know, will come to work with plant medicine, but Baby. maybe aren't ready. No. You um, don't know who the fuck they are. They discover who they are, too. They had no idea. Demon, <laughs> but yeah, and then also there's other things too, like both bufo. What weed? No, <laughs> weed is one. You can use. You can definitely use weed as a means of like Mar- marijuana. Yes, Mary Jane. THC. Yeah. Or Delta Nine, whichever. I like, I like a little Delta Nine, y'all ain't gonna lie. Um. But yeah, I will say that working with um, plant Kimbo? medicine. Kimbo, is that one? I don't know. And I, I went out to go see uh, Tony in Austin. Oh, I don't know. You, Do you I have traveled that. to healers. Yeah, <laughs> we travel. Yeah. But it's whatever works for you. But I will say that they allow you to tap into yourself mm-hmm. at a, on a deeper level. And like our first journey, <laughs> we won't talk about that part, but the first journey, like I, I really feel like I, it opened me up in a way that Absolutely. I never thought was possible. And I'm not going to lie. Pivotal moment. Right. Absolutely. For me. And I think every journey was it kind just, of yeah. shifted Ooh. and moved me in a different way. But again. So for a while, you guys, we did, it was a group of five of us. And we um, would do a medicinal journey once a month. Mm-hmm. And we would do host them. Everybody would host them at, at you know, different, everyone's different homes. And um, it was an absolutely beautiful experience to be in a position with like-minded individuals all supporting each other's growth and healing. Mm-hmm. And a dedicated, ritualistic, sacred moment. And all of us have a, um, speak a different spiritual language, but honor and respect each other as um, Hathors, as the divine feminine. And how we practice in this space um, may differ, but we as... I, it's, I, one thing I would say that I learned so much from our um, medicinal journeys is um, the import the importance of the collective, the importance of a tribe, the importance of community. Yeah, we get we grow faster. We when I say the advancements that we would have on our medicinal journeys with these five women, I was like, yeah. These some bad motherfuckers. I'm, I'm not gonna it lie. It was beautiful too. Like all in baby. <laughs> and there would be some oh journeys God, some where amazing shit. And there would be some journeys where 
maybe one person need more yes. needed more and like everybody has had right. one where you've had the the backup and the power of these four what I'm talking about amazing amazing women. loving all in their own right women behind you to build you up when you have your own woman I'm so grateful and that is one of the reasons I think um, Christy and I truly do one of the reasons we keep doing this is because we for real for real understand the power of a tribe Mm -hmm. of a collective Mm -hmm. of a team of I don't give a fuck what no, we tapped into something. Yeah, we love y'all so much. Love so we're you. going in the episode. Mm-hmm. We will talk to y'all next week. And as always, y'all know where to find us. Yep. Please follow us on IG because we share a little fun stories and stuff. So you can follow us at the Two Queens Crystal Things. Follow Christy at Christy R. Edwards. Follow me at Wings Unleashed 444. We love y'all. And always, as always, light. Peace, love, love and, and soul. soul.